You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes. Big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni plus the original plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. All right, let's get to the board presented by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Uh, and all of these lines are FanDuel lines. Uh, what Wednesday morning here. Let's cook. Number five, Michigan laying six and a half hosting number 10, Penn state. Of course it's big noon on Fox because mm-hmm. they're the Michigan network. It'll be that fanboy Gus Johnson and Joel clad on the call. First game between these two is unbeaten since 1997. <sighs> this kills me. I started the week really wanting to bet Penn state. And now I get to the, the moment, the moment of truth. I don't know that I can do it. Go ahead. I'll let you lead because you no, have a stronger opinion. I, we, we brought up the James Franklin stat that we were going to give people later in the week. Here it is. Against ranked teams, he's 11 and 20. That's not good. Against top 10 teams, he's 2 and 13. Nine straight losses. How about in true road games? 0 and 7. 2 and 5 against the spread. The last two times he played at Michigan, with Michigan ranked in the top 10, they lost by a combined score 91 to 17. Neither oh, game was close. Sends a chill up your spine. So if you're betting James Franklin on the road here, just understand what you're doing. I will not do that. I'll bet Michigan. It's under a touchdown. They're looking good this season. I'll back them. There's also a little bit of reverse line movement, which makes me feel good. But I think Michigan, top five in sacks, that elite ground game, more of a playmaker at quarterback. SP plus says it's a 12-point Michigan win. Fly directly into it. Take them. I think what's interesting, too, you know, we can talk about, like I said earlier in the week, and I do, I think I, I love the talent in Penn State secondary, and yet they give up a decent amount of yards. And I think they got a pair of really good defensive ends. The running backs are studs. Penn State is still a young team on the road. Here's the one thing I question. I do wonder about Michigan and the 96th-ranked schedule mm-hmm. and how much false equity we've put into them. Look, they might be the business. I will tell you openly, we've spent a lot of time talking about how this is a chaos year in college football. Um, I think Ohio State's the best team in America. That's my thought. It doesn't mean it's true. But I will tell you, if you ask me right now, can Michigan win a national title? I can't say no. I can't say yes because they haven't played anybody. But my point is, Playing Penn State this week becomes the proving ground. And they're one impressive performance away from being in that conversation, I think. Well, and here's the game. We could say Michigan's inflated based on their schedule. Fine. You could say that about a lot of teams this time of year. And I would argue Penn State's inflated as a top 10 team. They struggled with CMU and Northwestern. uh, But the Northwestern result, let's be fair, that was in the middle of a monsoon. Fine. The only Big Ten teams that are worse on third down are Northwestern, Iowa, and Rutgers. And you got to go on the road. And you're not going to convert a good amount of third downs. Sean Clifford, he, I mean, for, for the number of years he's been there, he's 
orchestrating an offense that hasn't been clicking this season. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Full disclosure. I, I, I said this on the Monday show. Um, I don't allow myself to bet against Michigan generally because okay. I hate their guts. So for me, it's better if I just stay away. I don't want to lay a touchdown though. Do I think they win? I do. But man, they just hang. God damn you, Fandle. They just hang that seven out there. I got you a dollar. Well, it's six and a half. It's seven right now as I look at it. Is it six and a half on Fandle? Well, when I checked right before the show, okay. it was six and a half. Check right here. You ready? Oh, boy. Oh, what was it? Care Bear 20 or whatever the hell this guy's name was or, or Chiba Pet. Listen, live. Six and a half. I'm looking at it, people. All right. I'm so I'm playing, I'm playing Michigan six and a half. All right, let's move on to the next game. This next one, I don't know how we can attack this one. It is the game of the weekend. Number three, Alabama, minus seven flat at number six, Tennessee. Neyland's going to be rocking. What do we do? Like, to me, this is an oversimplification. If Bryce Young plays, I'm playing Bama. If he doesn't play, then I'd play Tennessee. It's an oversimplification. It is. You want a little more nuance? What no, do you have? No, I mean, last week I wrote a novella about Alabama and all the stats and all the trends, and none of it mattered. It just didn't matter. I I have a big problem here. A, I'm hyped for the game. I mean, this is 3.30 on CBS. It's SEC. I just, I wish they'd parachute Vern Lundquist in and, and <laughs> be let, great. Him, let him call the game. Legend. But first of all, the Bryce Young thing, I thought they'd be okay without him. I thought they'd be able to ground and pound. They couldn't against A&M. Tennessee, I got to see if Cedric Tillman, the stud wide receiver, is back. I think he is. He was limited to practice last week. He had that tightrope surgery on the ankle. Um, I, he'll be back. That's a big help for them. And then their left tackle, Mincy, who might be their best O-lineman, he should be back, but we don't have that. You're factoring in Nick Saban. They're laying a flat seven. I just have concerns about their secondary, and I never say that at Alabama. I never do. Their secondary, Jim, it's not good. There's no other way to put it. How about this? It's good, but not by Bama standards. No, it's it's not by Bama standards. Tennessee's secondary is worse. I just don't know if they can capitalize if Milne's the quarterback. Well, well Milrow? Yeah, Milrow, yeah. Well, Brian Milne is back? <laughs> um, no, I mean, look, Milrow's young. He's inexperienced. It's clear his feet are the weapon. He was worse passing the ball than I expected. I didn't expect him to fumble three times, but uh, I digress. Yeah, Jim, this is something where we might do an emergency pod on. I think maybe this is something we release late if more gets uncovered. It's Wednesday morning. I can't sit here. I, I made the mistake last week. I bet Bama assuming things. No, seriously. And I, I got burned. They were never going to cover in that game. The turnovers and missed kicks. Am I ready to take seven, Tennessee, and go, show me Tillman's in, show me Mincy's in, show me the out. Look, if, if Bryce Young doesn't play, I don't know how you don't play Tennessee with the seven. The well, what, and, and again, Bama on the road. Now, I know. They right. went on the road to Arkansas. No disrespect to your, no, your that, Piggly Wiggly. Be disrespectful, terrible. yep. When they went to Texas, what did they do? This is not going to be a friendly environment. This is going to be an orange out at 3.30. Mm -hmm. It's a Tennessee lean for me. I've leaned Tennessee all week. I'm not ready to pull the trigger. I have a little bit of Bama PTSD. I keep refreshing, hoping to hear Bryce Young's playing, because then I would gobble it up immediately. Immediately. We just don't know, so we'll move on. Go to the next one. TCU, number 13 in the country. This is the battle for the Big 12. Minus three and a half as they host number eight, Oklahoma State, 330 ABC. What do you want from me? You want to talk about a coin flip game? Yeah. You're looking at it. These are two of the best offenses in America. Uh, you guys know I've been on the TCU train all year. Quentin Johnson, my God, with the 12th pick in the NFL draft, <laughs> some team selects Quentin Johnson. I mean, 
The receivers are awesome. Duggan's a great story about a kid who didn't transfer, a kid who could have quit, could have left, didn't, got the job back. Um, and the other thing with TCU, explosiveness. I think they rank number 16 in the country in explosive plays. But here's your problem. It's, it's three and a half. Mm-hmm. I don't like Spencer Sanders, but I don't want to lay a field goal in a game that could easily be 38-35 final. It's going to be back and forth. It's going to be exciting. Um, the total is almost 70. I don't want to get into that business. I, I, I lean TCU, but as long as that number's north of three, I can't do it. And maybe, and this is bias. Guys, you could say, well, listen, jerk, if you don't want to lay three and a half, it means you should love the dog. I don't. The Spencer Sanders thing, he's yet to go full Spencer Sanders. And there's going to be a game he's going to turn this thing over four or five times. Okie State is a team I just stay away from. So it's a lean on TCU, but I'm not, I'm not going to play it. This, You know what this is? If I'm sitting home Saturday, 3.30 ABC, touchdown Oklahoma State, they get another kick return or whatever it is, and let's say it's 14-7 Okie State, and I get TCU uh, getting two and a half, getting three, whatever it is, maybe live. But I'm, I'm not going to make this an official play. I, I think the minute that line went north of three, I had to show discipline. Discipline, Mike, is in the building. All right. It's, you talk 50-50 game. SP Plus says it's quite literally 50-50. So I'm not full of shit. No, no. They think it's going to be 31-31, which is impossible. So you have to then take the points. And that's where I'm at on this. Oklahoma State showed me something when they went down to Baylor and won that game. Right? I was skeptical going into the season. I needed to see them do it. They did it. Yeah. And they did it. They manhandled them. In large part because these super seniors on their defensive line, they're one of the beneficiaries, they were a year ago and this year, of the six-year senior. So that front generated seven TFLs against Baylor. That's a good offensive line in Baylor. Mm-hmm. They got 10 a game. That's how you get in and disrupt TCU and make it third and long. So I like them wreaking havoc on the road. They got a playmaker at quarterback. I'm getting three in a field, uh, three in a hook. I'll take them. Do you think there's any chance either team – look, TCU has a ground game. TCU has physicality. Running mm-hmm. back, uh, not, not – um, oh, God, what the hell is he? He's got a fun last name, and it's escaping me because I'm old. The point is, <clears throat> is there any chance you look at under 68 and a half? It's ballooned up. It's – come on. On the open, it was 60. It's 68 and a half. You got planet Earth on the over. Would, would there be any scenario you'd look under? You said S&P, S&P Plus has it at, th- at 62. 62 is their total. That's almost a touchdown of value. I'm asking. But, this I'm not- feels, but again, this is one of those games we talk about where quarterbacks push each other, and a game that should be lower ends up getting pushed up with a couple big drives late. And then but you're the, the guy's- drives is the key. There's an element here where both teams can pound the rock. I'm asking. I'm, uh, Oklahoma State to... last year was a better running team when they had Jalen Warren. So, yeah. I, I don't know. You know what the sick part is? What? You can You can feel it in my bones. I'm trying to you find a way. T- I want to. You know what it is? And this is where sports betting is so, so much fun, provided you do it responsibly. Is like, I want to watch this game anyways. Mm-hmm. But the idea of then having a, a, a side, having a stake in a game, I already want to just sit. And, and, and get the proverbial popcorn, you can feel it. I want to bet this goddamn game, but I'm trying so hard to be responsible. I will, st- I will, st- oh God, watch TCU win by 40. My head's going to explode. All right, go ahead. Just keep moving. Wait, one last thing on the game. You mentioned it on the recap. You just said it today. You said Duggan's a great story because he didn't quit. I do want to stick up for these guys that transfer because we saw Joe Burrow transfer. He's not a quitter. No, we I- saw Kyler Murray transfer. 
Baker Mayfield. These guys won Heisman trophies, got taken number one. If you transfer, you're not a quitter. No, no. It's a good story for right. Duggan. It's you're a great right. story for Duggan. You are, you are right, and I'm not trying to insult anyone else. It was more like when a Caleb Williams transfers, he's not quitting. He's uber talented. Sure. Nobody would know Max Duggan from a hole in the wall unless you're a college football nerd. Junkie, yeah. He's a kid who came in as a freshman and beat Texas. I've liked him ever since. He's just a hard-nosed, hard-knocking you know, tough guy quarterback, and he makes these big plays. Now, he's erratic. Yeah. Not the most accurate guy in the world. But, he, man, he he hit a couple beautiful deep balls at Kansas last week. And he's a kid who multiple times, whether it's coaching changes, whether it's injuries, he could have found his way out. No, he's a he great didn't. story. Does it concern you at all that they were in a game with Kansas who you didn't think was very good? Um, Like, does Oklahoma State finish what they couldn't with a backup quarterback? Maybe. Maybe and and again, I don't want to I don't want to re readjudicate this. We were texting. I thought the replay officials. Mm-hmm. I mean, what, what it was a joke. Like what was Bernie Lomax the replay official? There were multiple Kansas touchdowns that weren't touchdowns. Winner of this game wins the Big Twelve. True or false? True. Okay. And that's again, what, that's the kind of games we're talking about and again, this weekend. TCU plus eighteen hundred. So oh. what they, what's that little thing they do? The fans they put their hands in the little, <laughs> little the little frog talons. You see them doing it in the crowd. I'm going. What the yes. fuck is this thing? <laughs> It's like little velociraptors out there. All right, sorry. Go to the next game. All right, game. next game. This is a good one. At night, Tallahassee, Florida. Florida State's plus four as they welcome in number four, Clemson. All right, hold on. Official fan duel line. Actually, let me double check Double it. check. This is a critical issue. I got to do we this. We don't want to give ourselves an extra half point. Care Bear 420, this is for you. Come on. It's three and a half. It is three and a half. See? See? Jim Costa. I was trying to cheat us. Fucking scumbag. All right. Three and a half. For the Three. record, I'm not trying to cheat anybody because I'm taking Clemson. Well. that That's the lean anyway. Why don't you start with this and okay. then I will give you my nuanced handicap okay. on this. You, you introduced the concept of the gauntlet a week ago. The idea that you play a bunch of big games in a row and then the last team pops you. Well, Florida State's been getting run through that gauntlet losing all these games. Losing to Wake, losing to NC State. Now they play Clemson the best of the bunch. They're a run-first team, which is great, except, well, Clemson has the best Power 5 run defense. They give up 64 yards a game, 2.2 yards a carry. So that's going to be tough sledding. Home, road, doesn't matter. That travels. And I like the season that DJ Ungalele has. I like the season he's had. He's been one of the best quarterbacks in the ACC this season. The difficulty of throw, I I like him going on the road and picking up a win here and winning by more than the the three and a half. All right, all of that makes sense. Jim, all of it makes sense. You know what doesn't make sense? This line opened up, and it was Florida State getting four. Everything you said makes sense. And I know it doesn't always work out, clearly, but this is a return to basics for me. This is something where it's like, all right, the line looks fishy. There is a ginormous money differential on this game. 20% of the tickets make up, excuse me, 19% of the tickets make up 54% of the money on Florida State. I'm getting the home dog. I can't make sense of it. And let's be fair, Clemson's had their own gauntlet here. It's you true. There's been kind of a round robin in the ACC. It, 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 but you know what? This is what, well, this, uh, before they ruin it all, this is what makes college football great. You know, Clemson had the big showdown against Wake, had to win the double OT game, come back. You play this big home night game, NC State meat grinder game. Mm-hmm. NC State's offense, no bueno. But the defense, they were hitting out there. This is also now. Your reward is to go on the road again. You'll have a sellout. Florida State has lost two in a row. I could argue they should have won them both. The Wake Forest game was a cavalcade. Mike Norvell showed up in a clown car with the mistakes they made. And last week, Dylan Travis 
Uh, Jordan Travis. Yes. I always call him Dylan Travis. Jordan Travis throws a pick in the end zone when they're in field goal range to win the game. Look, I don't have great reasons. My reason is it looks weird, and that, and I'm going with it. I'm taking Florida State. So it, it, I'm not putting it on the final card because things like money differential and the home team in Tallahassee at night, but I, I, like, I like Clemson. I would lean Clemson. Okay. I'm uh, taking Florida State, which means planet Earth, go Clemson. Do okay, you. Perfect. Fade parade. <laughs> Fade parade. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 